0: Welcome back and thank you for joining me. My name is Ernie Harwell, all-star catcher for the Maui Makos and once a state college steed. Stay tuned for today's episode of PBE Motown.
1: end of the Home Run Derby and the beginning of the Majors game. I think they're tuning in, tuning up the minor game just now. Uh, We are reminded at the halfway mark of teams that have fallen off, have lost hope out of contention. Some teams are still hanging on. Some are in position, and some are sitting pretty. At this time, we have 16 teams in the majors. I'm going to run down the top uh, total points uh, based on team goodness. Uh, I don't know what that's called. The power rankings. All right. Starting at the bottom, we have Outer Banks, Banks, 9 and 45. Their power ranking score is 20. We have Sarasota. Sarasota is also 9 and 45. They have power ranking 26. At 15, Boise. Boise is 22 and 32. Power ranking of 66.3. Just in front of... At 13, we have Buffalo. Buffalo is a respectable 25 and 29 with a power ranking of 81.3 on the tick. At 12, Maui Makos. Maui is 24 and 30 with a power ranking score of 82. At 11, Vancouver VanDals. Vancouver has a uh, record of 26 and 28 and a power ranking of 84.7. At 10, Providence Crabs. The Providence Crabs have a record of 28 and 26, power ranking of 92.3. At 9, we have the New York Voyagers. The Voyagers are 29 and 25. The Voyagers' par ranking is 92.7. Now, if I am correct, now we're into playoff teams. <clears throat> the, the Mendoza line, the Mason-Dixon line, the, I like Mendoza line better. <clears throat> uh, at eight, these teams are all, these are not necessarily teams that are in the playoffs. They might be games back in the wild card because of their conference, but at number 8, Nashville. Nashville is 27-27 and 27 with a power ranking of 94. At 7, we have Seattle with a record of 31-23. and 23. Seattle has a power ranking of 98.3. At 6, we have the Detroit Demons. Detroit has a record of 29 and 25. The power ringing of 99.7. At number five, New Orleans. The Ruggaroos. New Orleans. Where'd you go? Where are my glasses? Seriously, I can't find them. Uh, New Orleans well that's why you'll excuse me I couldn't find them because they're in last place but they're number 5 in the power rankings they have a record of 30 and 24 in last place with a power ranking of 104 (laughs) I'm not going to apologize for that you're in the top 5 and you're in last place Well maybe we'll figure that out. Death Valley number four. Death Valley has a record of thirty three and twenty one. They are a power ranking of one hundred fifteen. At three, we have Cancun. The Toros have a record of thirty four and twenty and a power ranking of one hundred seventeen point three. At two, second best team in the league according to the power rankings. Are San Antonio, with a record of. Let's see if they're at the bottom somewhere. But, oh, sorry, San Antonio with a record of 37 and 17. The Sloths have a power ranking of 129.3. And your best team, according to power ranking are your Indianapolis Apex with a record of 39 and 15. The Apex have a power ranking of 138.
0: Hi, Ernie Harwell here, all-star catcher for the Maui Makos. Just to remind you that the $5 footlong orchard chicken salad sub is back packed with juicy chicken, sweet apples, tart cranberries, and crunchy, delicious celery. It's a bushel of flavor on freshly baked bread, here for a limited time, Subway, eat fresh. Hi, this is all-star catcher Ernie Harwell. Whoever said that a smell could bring you back a flood of memories was certainly right. Whenever I use Pine Sol in my home, I'm brought back to visiting my grandmother as a little girl. She always kept her owls smelling fresh. I have Pine Sol to thank for that.
1: So a minute ago I embarrassed myself. Champions Conference New Orleans Ruggaroos. They were the fifth highest ranked team in the power rankings and I couldn't find them. It's because they are in last place in the Champions West. Now see the Champions West, uh I see some really good teams here. Uh historically really good teams here, so I don't mean to disparage them. But for years, when I say years, I mean months in PBE time, it was the Champions Conference that was murderer's row. I mean, every team was playoff bound. Every team was over 500. And very quickly, the Champions Conference East, they have uh, Sarasota, which have yet to get double-digit wins, double-digit wins, and Nashville, which are sitting right at 27 and 27. I expect them to make a little push. They're historically a good team. Detroit's 29 and 25, and Indianapolis are kicking butts and taking names at 39 and 15. But for this conference, for the East, Indianapolis in first, their last place team, Sarasota, are 30 games out. The second place team are 10 games out. The third place team are 12 games out. Sarasota is 30 games out looking at the champion conference West you have Cancun, Death Valley, Seattle and New Orleans. Let's break them down. Cancun is 34 and 20. Death Valley is 33 and 21. Seattle is 31 and 23. New Orleans is 30 and 24. That means the difference between the first and last place team in the West is a piddly four games. Every one of those teams would be in second place in the East Conference. So they are just an amazing run here. And the way it's sitting right now, you'll have uh, Indianapolis, Detroit, Death Death Valley, and Cancun. Uh, Right now, You'll have Cancun, Indy. You'll have Death Valley and Seattle representing the playoffs. New Orleans at 30 and 24 are out. Detroit at 29 and 25 are out. Nashville at 27 and 27 are only four games back, but they are out. The only team that's out of it completely. Sarasota, 22 games out. Looking over at the Legends Conference, uh, I would say the West is stronger than the East from top to bottom. Uh, the, The West has San Antonio with 37 wins, Vancouver with 26 wins, Maui's 24 wins, and lowly Boise at 22 wins, Uh, compared to the East, New York Voyagers, 29 wins, Providence, 28, Buffalo, 25, uh, and then Outer Banks with nine, so uh, the best team in the West is eight games up on the Voyagers, uh, and the worst team in the West is a whopping 13 games up on Outer Banks. So uh, the East Conference has some work ahead of them. At this time, if it was playoff time, you would have certainly New York and San Antonio. Keep in mind that Providence is just a game out of New York. In the wild card, Providence are two games up on the, the field, Vancouver and then Buffalo and Maui, Buffalo's one game back and Maui's two games back. Boise's only three games back. It's going to take a little bit of a push um, looking at the Maui's here, my team. They're going to have to continue to outplay their expectations, which is never a good thing. Baseball gods always exact their revenge, and uh, I do think we can have an up year without having – a breakout year, which means at the end of the year, if we don't make the playoffs, it could still be a success uh, if we are right in it. Okay. Uh, In the legends conference at this point, there's only one team out. That's the outer Outer banks. Everyone else is within four games of the playoffs.
0: Hi, it's all-star Ernie Harwell to remind you, It's a mindset, a focus, a deep-seated spirit. It's an inner strength to keep your feet planted firmly on the ground, no matter what presses against you. It's confidence. It's belief. It's a way of life. It's Nike.
1: All right, this next segment, we're going to look into... Positional strength of each team. So, for instance, we're going to break down each team and I'll say where their best and worst position players lie. Starting with Boise Raptors. uh, Boise's Let's start with the softest positions, they have Closer at 14th, first base at 14th, shortstop's not far behind, 13th ranked positions. On the upside,
0: they have
1: a 5th ranked right fielder, 3rd ranked catcher, and a 3rd ranked left fielder. Over to Buffalo. Uh, in terms of their softest positions, I have fifteenth uh, ranked center fielder, thirteenth ranked starting pitcher, and twelfth ranked first baseman. So Buffalo's weaknesses lie in center field, starting pitching, and first base. On the upside, they are strongest in second base, catching, and right field slash shortstop. Tied for nine. Over to Cancun. Cancun a pretty good team. Uh their weakest position is shortstop, then center field, followed by first base. On to their positional strength. Uh, we have a kind of a mixed bag here. Uh, we have third base and starting pitching and their catcher are their top three positions. Over to Death Valley. Death Valley has their weaknesses and their strengths. Weaknesses would be shortstop third base and left fielder and those are pretty respectable rankings their shortstop is ranked seventh, third base ranked sixth and left fielder ranked fifth over to their top ranked top ranked uh catcher uh, at first first ranked starting pitching and second ranked baseman. Over to Detroit. Detroit's got its strengths, but its weaknesses as well. They're uh, 14th ranked second base, 13th ranked right field, and 11th ranked third base. Over on the plus side, first ranked shortstop, second ranked catcher, and fourth-ranked center field and closer. Over to the top team in in all of baseball, Indianapolis. Indianapolis, uh, their woes, they have 13th-ranked reliever, 12th-ranked catcher, and a 10th-ranked short second baseman. On to their strengths, first-ranked left fielder, second-ranked starting pitching, and a first-ranked first baseman. Over to Maui. Maui's strengths, or weaknesses, uh, they have a 15th-ranked third base, and a 15th-ranked starting pitching. Also, 14th-ranked closer. Their strengths, they have a second-ranked shortstop, an eighth-ranked catcher,
0: and another
1: eighth-ranked reliever. Over to Nashville. Interesting. Uh, Nashville does not have a top player ranked at left field. I don't know what they just don't have a position player playing there out of position. Uh, Anyway, 16th-ranked left field with no one there. Uh, They have a 13th-ranked catcher, and 10th ranked right fielder. On to their strengths, they have a second-ranked reliever, fourth-ranked second baseman, and seventh-ranked tied many ways. Seventh-ranked closer, seventh-ranked center fielder, seventh-ranked first base. New Orleans the to improve their 12th ranked reliever, their 16th ranked shortstop, and their 13th ranked left fielder. On to the good side, they have two fourth ranked right fielder and starting pitching, and a fifth ranked first base. New York, New York has 16th ranked reliever, a 14th ranked shortstop, and 12th ranked starting pitching and closer. Uh, on the on the good side, they have a first ranked right fielder and two third ranked second base and center fielder. Outer Banks, uh, 16th ranked many spots. Closer, starting pitching, second base, all 16th rank. They're top ranked, third base, and shortstop, and throw in a 14th rank catcher as their top right. Over to Providence. Providence. Uh, their weakest positions are 14th rank reliever, 15th rank catcher, and 11th rank shortstop. Providence strengths include first rank center fielder, first rank third base, and a sixth rank first baseman. That should do it. San Antonio. San Antonio struggles in the following positions. They are thirteenth, thirteenth ranked third base, eleventh ranked right field, and a ninth ranked catcher. The good news they got a second ranked closer, two third ranked first base and shortstop. Sarasota there's a lot of big numbers here too for Sarasota, 16th ranked all over the place, catcher, first base, third base, center field, right field, all 16th ranked. Uh, respectable reliever, ranked ninth, a second baseman, ranked 12th, and a closer, ranked 13th. Seattle, Seattle uh, looking to improve, they have a 12th ranked left fielder. Also have a ninth ranked center fielder and an eighth ranked third base. Uh, pretty strong lineup when those are your weakest positions. They have, uh, this is interesting, they have two first ranked reliever and closer, but they have the same player listed. I don't know if that's, if that's a thing, but no worries they also have a second ranked first base second ranked first base and a third base uh third ranked right fielder last but not least Vancouver Vancouver is looking up from their 15th ranked second base and 14th ranked third base and two 12th-ranked center field and right field. Um, leading the Vancouver Vendels in rankings is their shortstop, fourth-ranked shortstop, seventh-ranked left fielder, and don't forget their fifth-ranked reliever.
2: What's well, Thursday, January 20-something. Uh, We are just after the All-Star game and looking at the last sim. I'm just going to look at it real quick in terms of the last 10 days. uh, Teams that are hot, teams that are not. Uh, Starting with maybe, let's start with the cold teams first. Uh, Coming out of the Champions, uh, you don't get much colder. Uh, Sarasota. Who's in last place, they might be excited to be three and ten or three and seven. That's a that's a good place to be after winning at a eighteen percent clip. Now you're winning three out of seven. So uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Uh, looking over at the legends, we have uh, Boise and Outer Banks both competing for the worst uh run, last 10 games, going one for nine, probably more upsetting for Boise, who are trying, hoping to make a playoff run, and uh it doesn't look like it's going to happen, going one for nine here, <clears throat> and they are currently two, 22 games out of first, but they were eight games out of the playoff spot. They were probably five games out when when the week started, closer to four games out. So, it's not looking likely. Over at the hottest teams, uh, there hasn't been any shoot for the moon. We have a couple eight winners. Uh, First of all, Indianapolis, who already in first place going... Eight and two in their last ten. They're on a four-game win streak. Uh, New Orleans going eight and two. They're on a six-game win streak. Um, going eight and two, and that's helping them because they were, they are currently one game out of first, and even for the playoffs. But before this week started, they've caught up three games. Uh, four games on first place Cancun, three games on second place Death Valley. So that's a pretty nice jump for a team uh, that isn't guaranteed the playoffs because they they play in the Champion West where it's the new murderer's row. <coughs> Looking closely, uh, San Antonio had a nice week going 8-2. and two. I think uh New York went 7 and 3. Uh San Antonio going 8 and 2 extended their streak, extended their lead by two games. Their magic number is 31. New York going 7 and 3. They extended their lead on Providence by three games. Buffalo's made a little push to catch up with Providence uh in that time as well. <clears throat> One last team of special note: the Maui Makos. The Maui Makos uh, are three and seven in the last ten. They're on a four-game lose streak, losing streak. So they were three and three at some point. Um, they're still out holding out hope. Uh, Maui, we are 18 games out of first, but four games out of the playoffs. Uh, the excitement for the team is coming from. Something about what they call the P-Y-T-R-E-C. I think that's what your expected winning percentage is. So take a team. Let's take a team here. Like Providence. Providence is... In second place, 32 and 33, four games back. But they're actually six games behind their projected record. Is that what PYT? Projected record? PYT REC. <clears throat> uh, so back to the story. Maui, who's having a nice year, 28 and 37. For some teams, it's not something to call home about, write home about. But in our case, we're five games ahead of our last year's pace, or our PYT record. Our PYT has us at 23 wins, and we're sitting at 28 wins. Currently, the most overachieving, if that's what you want to call it, overachieving team in PBE. So again... Each team has their expectations. If you exceed your expectations, you're going to be happy. When your expectations are average or below average, no one thought Maui was going to win the World Series. So your expectations are to be average, maybe, or a little below average. And we're five games ahead of that. You know, we're going to be lucky to hit 500. Be a miracle to hit 500, but maybe we can get keep it close and stay respectable. Maybe play uh, spoiler. That'd be fun. All right. In this week's news roundup, our first story is Maui Maui rookie hurls his way to award Sunday, July first. Two thousand forty-six, Papa Freddy is beginning to make a name for himself, and he did it by posting a four and two record and a four point four five ERA in June. For his spectacular mound performance last month, he has been named BNN's Rookie of the Month in the Legends Conference. The twenty-one old twenty-one year old newcomer isn't at all intimidated by the lack of experience, at least not outwardly. In fact. By the way, he has pitched beyond his years. You could easily mistake him for a veteran. In six starts for the Makos, Freddie has struck out 28 batters in 32 innings, holding opposing hitters to a batting average of .268 during his hot streak. This season, Freddie has compiled a 6-5 and five mark with a 4.13 ERA in 13 starts. That's not bad for uh, for any pitcher. I see... Uh, I don't think this league is pitcher heavy and this young man 22 years old has a, currently sitting in a seven and seven record. He's eating up innings uh, 89 innings. he's striking out at a decent clip for a young man. His whip is sitting in the 1.32 very respectable. Uh, I think he'll get his home runs down a little bit. And his walks down a little bit, but uh, I'm really impressed. Papa Freddy hailing from Running Springs, California. Big six foot four, two twenty-five pound uh, right-handing or left-handed starter. They're looking at the Legends Conference batting register. Leading Uh, Some categories here. First of all, leading in hits, we have Cedric Winters. That's not right. Benny the Jet. We have two New York Voyagers topping off the list of hitters with most hits. Benny the Jet and Ignacio Incarnacion. Leading off in doubles, we have Buffalo, Vancouver, and Ma- Ernie Harwell from Maui is third. Linus Riverboat leads the league in doubles, followed by Stan Dup, I get it, from Vancouver, and Ernie Harwell from Maui. Hitting third base, uh, hitting triples, my bad. We have... Marcus Emerson of Maui, with five. Bridget Westfall has four of Boise and Ignacio Encarnacion, which is impressive for a catcher out of New York with four. Leading home runs, you <coughs> have Akuna Matata, twenty-one. Dan King also with twenty-one. Rusty Kuntz with nineteen. And we're going to go one more Stan Andrews with 19 as well from Vancouver. Uh, we're going to move over to Stolen Bases. Lead league, league leader, Stolen Bases, Victor Herrera, has 40. He also has 30, oh my bad, 30 RBI. I thought it was home runs. Uh, he has 40 Stolen Bases, followed by Linus Riverboat with 34, tied with Peter Dawson from Maui with 34 stolen bases. Of those, uh, Victor has the most power hitting 10 home runs. In the walk category, in the walk category, who do we have? <clears throat> Toot Bland leads the league with 41 walks, followed by Akuna Matata with 38 walks, and Pork Chop Sandwiches 34 walks. Not far behind, Linus Riverboat with 33 walks. Uh, of those, I would say Linus Riverboat has an impressive 33 walks, 36 strikeouts. All the other players ahead of him in walks have considerably more strikeouts. Pork Chop ratio 34 to 48. Akuna Matata, 38 to 56 and Toot Blan 50 41 to 56. Of these players in the walks, uh, we have a couple Lioness leads in hitting 313, followed by Akuna Matata, 278. Uh, on base percentage, Dan King leads at 396. Followed by Bergamot Lemon, 394. Atlantis Riverboat, 391. I just wish I could find my guy. He's down a ways. Um, slugging percentage. It's going to be good. I just saw Dan King leading an OBP and slugging, so that's going to lead to a pretty good OPS uh Dan King with a slugging of 7.13. What is he doing? 85 hits, 20 doubles, four triples and 21 home runs. So out of 85 hits, he's got 45 extra base hits. So more than half of his hits are extra base and more than half of those extra base are home runs and triples. That's going to that's going to help. That's going to help him lead the league with a 4.1 war. I bet you that's the league leader. He is, followed by Benny the Jet Rodriguez and Linus Riverboat. Uh, Ignacio Encarnacion and Bergamot Lemon, not far behind, all above three. Good work. In other news, a barrage of hits gets Alderson Champions Award. Monday, July 16, 2046. The player of the week has been announced by the Champions Conference. The honor went to Elliot Anderson, catcher for the Death Valley Scorpions. He burned up the league with a 526 average to win the award. Alderson went 10 for 19 for the week, totaled one home run and five RBIs and scored two times. Currently, Alderson is batting 320 with 10 home runs and 34 RBIs. News, Legend Star of the Week honored Monday, July 16, 2046. At the age of 29, Linus Riverboat may have some potential he hasn't realized yet. If his success at the plate last week is any indication, the Buffalo second baseman put up some exceptional numbers the past seven days with a 546 batting average. For his efforts... Riverboat collected the Legends Conference Player of the Week Award. He racked up 12 hits in 22 at-bats, one home run, four, five RBIs in five games. In his stats this season, Riverboat has posted a batting average of .323 with 76 hits in 235 at-bats and nine home runs and 41 RBIs. He's also scored 46 runs, walked 30 times, and compiled a 397 OBP. Good for you, Riverboat. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a special announcement. If you're hungry, why don't you hit over on nine and a half mile in Harper, the old family-owned El Charro's Mexican restaurant. If you're uh, north of Macomb County, we have several El Charo's restaurants to satisfy your needs. Don't forget, we are the home of the Puffy Taco and the Seafood Botana, and a staple in southeast Michigan for years. In unrelated news, El Charo whitewashes Outer Banks 7 nothing. Sunday, july fifteenth, twenty forty six. Lucky El Charo was sneaky fast on the mark and had a hit today. He led the Nashville
0: Stars to a victory seven oh blinking the outer banks on one hit.